Long after we found our edge of ocean home and yet long before we left it, there lived among the people one who was called at that time Grateful Daughter, for surely this one showed both gratitude and respect to the one she called Mother. Yet this mother had recently sickened, suffering from the bending disease which stoops shoulders and bends both fingers and hands. So it was that this woman, one who had been renowned for quick motion and purposeful search, slowed in both step and motion. No longer able to bend in the old familiar way, she found some convenient gathering place and lowered herself slow, slowly to earth shifting sideways from bush to bush, root to root, still gathering for herself at least that which is necessary to sustain life. Yet no longer able to gather for the many who once she had invited to eat around her fire. It was this that her daughter found most difficult, how one who had fed many, inviting any hungry person to sit with her, now barely fed her own bent self. And so this daughter did all she could to ease her mother's path, cut her staff to aid in walking, worked a soft skin to lay on the earth for one who sits to search each bush and rooted place, brought gifts of this and that. Too much found today, she said, and I feel an understanding, my mother, why it is that you who fed me during many young years may not now be fed by me. Is it that you wish to limit my skills as mother? Yet no cajoling, no reference to a person's wish for efficacy could convince this woman to allow others to provide for her. This bending woman. No reference to a personal wish to be helpful could convince this bending woman to allow others to provide for her. So, nearly every day, she rose with slow, and purposeful motions, leaning heavily on her staff, and having risen, went out to search one more day for food. Now her daughter, watching these slow and painful steps, knew her own pain, and had a great wish to ease the differing pains each felt. So it was that she convinced others to leave gathering places which were near at hand untouched, so that this bent and aging back would have less distance to travel. Yet even these were at last depleted, so that once again those painful feet walked farther and farther. And on those days when storms were great, or pain exceeded purpose, this was-able mother lay by the fire, wrapped in robes, and eating only that which she had gathered, so that more and more often this was nothing at all. Now, grateful daughter saw this, saw how little weight her mother now carried, and her eyes were often misted as if rain had followed her home. Yet her mother would allow none to feed her, saying those who cannot feed themselves must learn the consequences, and seeing as far as anyone could tell none of the pain this caused others. Blindness comes in many forms, someone said. And all at last agreed that this bending woman should be allowed her own course in life, even if that lightened her weight past survival. Yet all were sure to leave this and that about which assured survival, and to complain often of too much. And yet sorrowful daughter could not be content, 
for on warm and sunny days, bending woman even then found the path toward sustenance difficult, and on cold and stormy days she found it impossible. And what with one thing and another from time to time, there were more of one than of the other, and this came to determine the health of bending woman. Now, as I have said, sorrowful daughter was not content with the manner of these things, yet she was unwilling to cause her mother the other pain of dependency for one who had been depended upon, and so her mind wrestled greatly with one possibility and another, until one day, staring at some offending plant, she asked why it chose to live where it was. She asked farther, further, she asked further, where it she asked further whether it might not decide a different thing and come to live closer to the people, closer even to her mother. She understood how it was that too much gathering close at hand discouraged our rooted brothers from living near us. She understood how some said that great care must be given to leaving some of every rooted family, especially leaving some of their seeds, and yet none were sure that our four-legged brothers were as kind, perhaps they, or someone from among the two-leggeds too hungry to remember tomorrow, has taken the last seed, destroying tomorrow for one more of our rooted brothers. So it was at this time that all walked farther and farther to find every kind of sustenance. Only the rains provided a constant supply of liquid, though more in some times than in others, and sorrowful daughter sat by the side of one of her rooted brothers and studied the nature of things, turning all this that I've said over and over in her mind like a determined bear searching for grubs under fallen leaves or a crayfish worrying a rock until it releases some morsel. At last, sorrowful daughter spoke to the earth and the sky and all her rooted brothers and asked if none here if these ones here cannot walk with some to if these ones here cannot walk to some more convenient place and live there in peace while providing us with plenty, let these feet walk for them. And so in a respectful manner she gathered three of the potted seeds with no intention of eating, and found a muddy place nearer their fires, encouraging each at last into earth. And the season being what it was, it was not long before some small green showed and a trailing plant followed and the thoughts of sorrowful daughter filled with joy. Now it might seem this was an easy solution to a difficult problem and took root here, but I tell you now, it was not so, for grateful daughter well knew that the thoughts of the people were various and many, even as some had failed in cooperation with these rooted brothers already near at hand, so also might they fail in understanding here. Therefore this one saw a long path from first roots to sustained growth. It was her first purpose to cause some few of the people to understand the possibility of this solution. It was her thought to learn to understand which person from among the people might most easily grasp the nature of this possible change. To that end she began asking occasional questions about the nature of roots and growth until she rapidly learned how difficult it would be for some to accept the possibility of seed walking from one place to another. She chose at last two friends who had lent willing ears to her cries of concern for her mother 
Taking them with her, she showed them the new plants and muddy earth. Yet they too were unwilling to see in their minds the steps from one place to another. So it was that grateful daughter took them with her once again, finding some vine growing of itself in a distant place. She carried three seeds from one pod, close by their living place, and as her friends watched, buried these three seeds behind a rock placed close to the cliff near where they are near where their living place occurred. How long might it have been, she asked, since any rooted brother lived this close? You see how it is, how many feet have pounded the earth beyond growth, yet I now place three seeds beyond sight to learn what may yet grow, and all this was quietly done, all knew how quickly the people may learn in a new circumstance, and how slowly they may learn in the old. None had any wish to by intemperate action to encourage hardened thoughts in their brothers and sisters. Each day, these three came out to casually look between rock and cliff face and found nothing, until at last only one pair of eyes strayed in that direction. Now we know, as none knew then, how long may be the wait at a certain time of year between the encouraging of a seed and the reality of growth. That's how it was now, and grateful daughter waited long, until one day, when earth brightened again, she thought she saw some disruption to the earth near rock and wall. Now, at this time, some thought she had learned a new name, she had earned a new name, and called her Stairs at Earth, laughing greatly at the thought of earth moving. For although they did not understand her purpose, it seemed to them she stared at earth in anticipation of its moving. Nor did grateful daughter stare at earth near rock. Her preoccupation with growth became such that now she carefully watched the growth of all our rooted brothers, pointing out this and that. None knew, but many later learned, that she thought to plant another seed, the seed of understanding. Now, as I have said, earth brightened, and the days warmed toward another growing time.